It is so exciting and marvelously fulfilling to have a purpose that's bigger than one's pants and supper plate, a purpose with an outcome that lasts forever. The eternal fruit of this purpose is in addition to all the benefits heaped upon the doers of the Word in the present. It is so exciting to be enlisted in the army of God and to be engaged in the epic battle against Lucifer and his devils, fighting for the lost and spiritually dead sons and daughters of Adam to batter down the prison doors of the dungeons of darkness. It is so exciting to watch Holy Ghost fire lighting up the atmosphere and running along the ground of Satan's compounds flushing out the darkness. It is so exciting to participate in real time as the Holy Ghost quickens, makes alive, and victoriously ushers into the kingdom newly born sons and daughters of God. These new creatures march out of their old dead man's habitation with heads held high, shouting and singing the song of a soul set free. It is so exciting to know that Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, is the Lord of glory, and that the mighty, inerrant, holy Word of God found in your majority text authorized King James Version of the Bible is true and righteous altogether. Now contrast the exciting living God of creation with academia's God evolution. The difference is truly the difference between night and day in every spiritual and even biological way. The doctrine of evolution tells its parishioners, you came from nothing, you're an accident. You have no overarching purpose other than to satisfy yourself and sometimes your own. And when you're dead, you're dead, and that's all there is. Sound appealing? Sound exciting? That's exactly how it is. Dear Visitor, have you yet to be born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you want something much more than what you have? In moments, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt that will change everything. Follow me from your heart, and all your sins and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Follow from your heart, and all of Satan's bondages in your life will be destroyed, all of them. Today you will become a new creature. Your soul is in your own hands. Here is the prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God said, Psalms 119, verse 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. God said, John chapter 8, verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Man said, The Bible was written by old men with a God fetish. Darwin's idea was right. A little more time, and science will make God and his Bible irrelevant. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1080 that will once again proclaim God's word is true and righteous altogether. 
All of these weekly features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and to be used as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. Be of good cheer. All things work together for our good, especially those things that appear the darkest. I am constantly reminded of the deep lack of Bible schooling that exists in those responsible for schooling us. It really is breathtaking. The world's scholars are constantly discovering new truths that they lift up to display their brilliance when thousands of years ago these truths were clearly declared in God's Word, chapter and verse, atop chapter and verse. These scholars are truly not aware of their gross ignorance. I am reminded of what psychology calls the threefold human psychosis. One, we think we are smarter than we are. Two, we think we are better skilled than we are. And three, we think we are better looking than we are. The late Carl Sagan once mused, if there is a God and he authored the Bible, why didn't Genesis, the first book of the Bible, display dramatic truths that would dazzle the world? Word walkers scratched their heads in bewilderment. What? The first three words of the Bible read, In the beginning. Until the mid-1900s, evolution's position concerning the earth's beginning was that it had none. To them, the earth was ageless and has simply always been. Evolutionists called this concept AST, Ageless Static Theory. Einstein's theory of general relativity, published in 1915, brought AST into question and soon annihilated it. Einstein posited, and Hubble later proved in 1929, that the galaxies are moving away from each other. In 1949, British astronomer Fred Hoyle coined the term Big Bang while discussing evolution's latest guess on how the Earth and its universe began, though it was initially a tongue-in-cheek remark. The world's greatest scientists were shocked. Yes, the world did have a beginning, just like the first three words of the Bible said. Well, science once again is knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, but they can't come in. Entrance can only be obtained on one's knees and with ear bowed down. When the born-again encounter a strange grouping of words in the Bible, it is time to stop, look, and listen. This is where God's hidden manna is found. Revelation 2, verse 17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. But unless the word of God is approached with ear bowed down, the door of true revelation will not open. This short series will consider the amazing proclamations of light made in God's word. Watch how perfect and inerrant God's word is. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. 
And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Genesis 1, 14 through 19. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. The Bible records that God said, Let there be light, and there was light. This is done on the first day. The sun, the moon, and the stars were not created until the fourth day. The following excerpt is from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Light of the World. Before God created the sun, which was not until the fourth day, there was light, and God called the light day. You might be surprised to know that scientific thought has now come to the conclusion that there was radiant light before the sun. Six thousand years before man fell upon such an idea, God's Word said it was so. In an article titled, The Origin of the Universe, published in American Scientist, written by Victor Weisskopf, the following statement was made. Indeed, the Judeo-Christian tradition describes the beginning of the world in a way that is surprisingly similar to the scientific model. Previously, it seemed scientifically unsound to have light created before the sun. The present scientific view does indeed assume the early universe to be filled with various kinds of radiation long before the sun was created. End of quote. Light before the sun, just as the Bible says. The concept of sola scriptura, Latin for scriptures alone, was popularized by reformer Martin Luther, but not created by him. Like bookends, the principle is clear from Eden to Deuteronomy 4, verses 1 and 2. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them, that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Psalms 138, verse 2 reads, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Now consider the final chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 and 19. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things... God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from things which are written in this book. If I receive the word of God as it is, and in childlike faith offered to another without additions or deletions, it will carry the full power of its original intent. But if I mix the Word of God with my own mind's machinations, it will limp along lamely. Keep in mind that Revelation 19.13 says this about Jesus Christ, and His name is called the Word of God. 
John 8, verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Jesus called the true light in John 1, verse 9. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now, parallel this understanding with the scientific discovery concerning light refraction and how to capture light in a jar. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature science illuminated by light and words. Consider this paragraph published in the June 2011 issue of Scientific American. The author is Sean Brixey, Arts Chair, Center for Digital Arts and Experimental Media, University of Washington. In my recent work, I mostly make poems out of matter and energy. Some are small, exotic projects that at first blush seem nearly impossible. I build a work that exploits the phenomenon of sonoluminescence in which extremely high-pressure sound waves and liquids create tiny sources of electromagnetic energy. The installation converts text from a computer keyboard to synthesize speech with enough sonic force to form and hold a tiny bubble at the center of a jar of water. The sound causes the bubble to implode and then form again 50,000 times a second. Through a process that is still not fully understood, the implosions generate a bright point of visible light. It is a star in a jar created by spoken word. End of quote. In further research science discovered that light can be captured theoretically in a can. Light was run through a prism-like mechanism in a type of circular motion. If the light refracted at equal wavelengths, it would maintain its original strength indefinitely. But unequal wavelengths dissipate immediately. God's Word is light, and we are directed not to add or subtract if we want glorious results. The Bible teaches us that God is immortal, that he is from everlasting to everlasting. The Bible also teaches us that God is light. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Science has now come to the conclusion that light is immortal. They're knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, but they can't come in. Access is only gained on one's knees and with ear bowed down. Several years ago, God said, man said, reported that scientists in the last couple of decades have concluded that all physical matter is a product of energy. The Earth's energy source is the sun, photons, light. First John chapter 1, verse 5 declares that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God is the source of all light and therefore all energy. Scientists now theorize that in the next few decades, the energy that creates all matter will be discovered to itself be created by knowledge and understanding. Note, energy, the source of physical things, will be discovered to be a product of knowledge and understanding. All knowledge and understanding is formulated by words. Consider Proverbs 3.19. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. Proverbs 2, verse 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. God does not do magic. 
He literally creates all things with his words of knowledge and understanding. Keep in mind John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word is a person. All things are created by God with words. Psalms 33, verses 4 through 6 and verse 9. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the words of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. God creates all things by Christ Jesus, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2, and Christ's name is the Word of God, Revelation 19, 13. Everything is made of the words of God, the earth and its universe, and everything in it, even your DNA, which has a four-letter alphabet housing the instructions for life in words, sentences, paragraphs, and volumes. How literal, then, is Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Watch how these words of knowledge and understanding create and transform everything. Psalms 119, verse 130. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Note, entrance of words giveth light. Science recently discovered that words can be converted to light. Are you still looking for literal a short excerpt from the God Said, Man Said feature, The Mystery of a Body Filled with Light, Part 2, follows. God gives to his children the amazing ability to harness the power of his creation words and to convert them into light in every cell of the body and every one of nearly 100 trillion cells. God speaks of an internal light, one that can fill the body, a light that generates health and life. The skeptics mock such concepts and lift them up as examples of the ineptness of the Bible. Could Jesus be speaking accurately in Luke eleven thirty four through 36? Watch this strange grouping of words. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body therefore be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. The principle of a single eye is an eye fixed upon Jesus Christ, the true light, and him alone. When this is accomplished, the Bible says the whole body will be filled with light. How marvelously and literally true is the Word of God. The Bible says, The entrance of thy words, the Word of God enters the mind and heart and illuminates the whole body, one cell at a time. The interaction of words and light at the cellular level is truly staggering. End of quote. We are made in the image and likeness of God. We are mentally and spiritually designed by God to harness the power of His words entering our being with the ability to transform those words into light, light that enters the approximate 100 trillion cells in the human body. Microbiology reports that the body's cells are equipped with a very sophisticated laser system and communicate with each, with each other, with, uh, with the other cells, excuse me, via light. How literal. 
The headline in the January 2018 issue of Scientific American's Next Frontier reads, Defeating Diseases with Energy. The subhead reads, The cell's mitochondria generate 90% of a body's energy. Could scientists harness that power to fight disease and perhaps even aging? The following excerpt is from that article. The potential energy, now keep in mind, now energy is light. It's light. The potential energy within a cell is about 0.2 volts. But add all those cells up and the potential energy within a human body is roughly equivalent to a lightning bolt, end of quote. Note some calculations find the potential energy in a human body considerably higher than just one lightning bolt. When our eyes are solely fixed upon Jesus Christ, the Word of God, our godlike brains convert those words into light and fill the cells of the body. John chapter 1, verse 4 speaks of Jesus. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Recap. God must be approached with ear bowed down. Light existed before the creation of the sun, just like God's Bible said. Capturing light in a jar is possible, and no additions nor subtractions can be made to God's Word. Light is immortal. God is light, and He is immortal. Strange combination of words in the Bible is a sign to stop and listen. A mystery will unfold. Scientists conclude all physical matter is a product of energy. Earth's energy source is the sun. God is light. Scientific theoreticians believe that they will soon discover that energy is created by words of knowledge and understanding. God created all things with his words of knowledge and understanding. Everything is made of God's words. Words can be converted to light. The entrance of God's words giveth light. An eye solely fixed on God's word, Jesus Christ, will fill the body with light, literally. We have a godlike brain that is designed to receive the words of God and convert them to light energy in the body's cells. Scientific American states the potential energy within a cell is about 0.2 volts, but add all those cells up and the potential energy within a human body is roughly equivalent to a lightning bolt. Looking for literal? We can maximize our light power by fixing a single eye on Jesus Christ, the Word of God. The amazing light concept pervades all of Scripture. End of quotes. Men like Mr. Sagan and his ilk always end up here, but they don't know they have arrived. Their Bible ignorance is appalling. Jesus said in Luke 8, 18, Take heed therefore how ye hear, for whosoever hath to him shall be given. And whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he seemeth to have. Take heed, therefore, how ye hear. They keep knocking, but they can't come in. Access into the presence of God is only granted to those who approach on their knees and with ears bowed down. Proverbs twenty-two seventeen. Only here will the true light shine. God said, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God said, Psalms 119, verse 130, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. God said, John chapter 8, verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. 
He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Man said, The Bible was written by old men with a God fetish. Darwin's idea was right. A little more time, and science will make God and his Bible irrelevant. Now you have the record.